2021 could easily be the year that cryptocurrencies go mainstream. You've got everyday people talking about Dogecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin hitting multiple all-time highs, Visa announcing that it's going to allow settlements of transactions in cryptocurrency, people can buy Teslas with Bitcoin, and on top of that, there are estimates that up to 10% of the U.S. population may already own cryptocurrency. Hey everyone and welcome, this is a Part-Time Economist and in today's video I just wanted to showcase some of the amazing progress that cryptocurrency has made in the past couple months and yes we do not have mass adoption yet, we are not mainstream, however I believe that we are very quickly on our way. The opportunity to be an early adopter of crypto is something that's really closing very fast and in this video I wanted to point out a few articles that I believe highlight why that might be the case. So obviously we've got Ethereum jumping to its all-time high, we've got Bitcoin, obviously hitting multiple all-time highs as well just this year. We've got, and this is the thing that really interests me, we've got 1.97 trillion market cap for crypto, so we're getting amazingly close to that $2 trillion market cap. But the thing that I find most amazing is that Visa is moving to allow payment settlements using cryptocurrency. Now, this is huge in my opinion because it is a traditional payment processor does countless transactions every single day and they're moving to allow settlements in cryptocurrency transactions. So what we see here is that a huge technological corporation, this isn't something like Tesla, right? We know that you can buy Teslas with Bitcoin, right? Tesla's always kind of marketed itself as more of that crypto friendly kind of way of the future company, which is awesome, which is great. But you expect that from Tesla. With Visa, they're very much so a legacy processor. And just to go through this article, it says on Monday, they announced that they will allow the use of cryptocurrency USD coin to settle transactions on their payment network, which is the latest sign of growing acceptance of digital currencies by the mainstream financial industry. So huge news there. Now, USD coin, uh, the good thing I do like about USD coin, and this is something I do want to talk about just a little bit, USD coin runs on a variety of different networks. So it's on Stellar, it's on Ethereum, obviously there's a couple other networks that it does run on. Now this article doesn't specifically say what network the USD coin that they're going to be using to settle those transactions are on. However, I would assume that it's probably going to be Ethereum. So right here it says Visa said that it partnered with Digital Asset Bank Anchorage and completed the first transaction this month with Crypto.com sending USDC to Visa's Ethereum address at Anchorage. So it does look like this is going to be a partnership not just with Visa but also including Crypto.com. So big news for them if you're into Crypto.com if you hold CRO tokens. I've not checked the price yet but I would imagine that this would be a pretty significant announcement for them as well. So that's really huge. Ethereum, Crypto.com, Visa, all teaming up for that. Now, obviously, we've heard the announcement. Elon Musk, um, the techno king himself, the automaker, has bought that $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. And again, like I said, this is something we expect from Tesla. This is something that we know is going to be associated with Tesla. But the thing here is we're going to allow buying those Teslas with Bitcoin as well. So. Tesla CEO Elon Musk announced late Tuesday that it is now possible to buy Tesla vehicles in the U.S. with Bitcoin and people outside the U.S. will be able to buy a Tesla with Bitcoin later this year. So as a U.S. resident, this is something exciting for me that we're actually first in crypto for something. So as a U.S. resident, uh, there's a lot of stuff we can't use. We can't use Binance. We can't use a lot of those things, but we are first on the list to be able to buy Tesla with Bitcoin, which is really cool. Now, one thing I do want to also point out about this is that Tesla 
is also running some of its own Bitcoin nodes. So not only are they investing in Bitcoin, not only are they accepting Bitcoin, but they're also running those Bitcoin nodes themselves. So as a leader in the technology space, this just shows you how far crypto has come, that it's not only an accepted method of payment, but that they're actually running those nodes themselves. One interesting thing that I do want to point out, if you do purchase a Tesla with Bitcoin, and let's suppose you return that Tesla, you do, ha Tesla has the choice, right? So they can either pay you back in Bitcoin or they can pay you back in US dollars at the amount that Bitcoin was at the time of purchase. Now that some, says something very bullish to me. What it says to me is that if you buy a Tesla nine months ago and then you want a refund, they're anticipating the price of that Bitcoin going up. And that's why they put that caveat in there. We're gonna pay you back in US dollars at the valued price when you bought it, right? Because if you buy it for 10 Bitcoin, well, one Bitcoin, let's suppose one Bitcoin, it's $60,000 and then Bitcoin goes up to 70,000 and you return your Tesla, they don't wanna give you that free $10,000, right? So that's huge because it indicates to me that they're protecting themselves in the event that Bitcoin does go up in price, which it seems they likely believe is going to happen. So it's not just big companies, it's not just Visa, it's not just Tesla, but we've got some pretty impressive numbers here with coinbase as well so we've got this news that the number of us users on coinbase surpasses the number of brokerage accounts at charles swab so charles swab is a traditional investment firm obviously that allows you to invest in stocks etfs mutual funds various things like that now apparently Coinbase, the number of users is actually higher than this. So this doesn't mean that more people are into crypto than traditional stocks. It just means within one crypto company compared to one traditional investment company, there is more people into the crypto company, which is pretty exciting just to have a cryptocurrency kind of focused investment firm take the lead in that respect. But this is the thing that I really want to get to. And this is kind of the heart of the article here. According to a recent tweet posted by Coinbase co-founder, a whopping 10% of people now own cryptocurrencies in the United States. Now, why is this 10% number so important? The reason that this is so important is because there's basically a graph that if you do a business class or you do a marketing class that they're going to explain to you and it's kind of the adoption of new consumer technology and this adoption is really divided into five phases so you've obviously got the innovators right those are the people that are first on the front lines they're the people that were buying google glass they're the people that are buying teslas a couple years ago right these are the people that see something new and they immediately recognize the potential and they jump on it so five ten years ago people that were getting into cryptocurrency were those innovators. Now, as time goes on, more people look at the innovators and they say, okay, these people are obviously experiencing some benefits from this new technology, it's helping them. So then more people that aren't exactly innovators, but they still see something, they see a trend and they hop on it early, that's where the early adopters come in. So the early adopters is the second fastest category of innovators, individuals who adopt an innovation. These individuals have the highest degree of opinion leadership among the other adopter categories. Early adopters are typically younger in age, have a higher social status, more financial lucidity, advanced education, and are more socially forward than late adopters. So especially when we talk about this younger in age demographic, that is something right now that we are seeing very much so with cryptocurrency. I'll just be in the gym and people know that I do cryptocurrency videos, they know that I talk about technology and people come up to me and wanting to start talking about Dogecoin, right? Something like that. So. And again, if you look at the demographics from cryptocurrency users, you very much see that 
most of them, many of them at least, are younger in age, which fits right in with this early adopters category. But look at the numbers, 13.5%. So right now we're at 10%, you know, and that article is a couple months ago. We're at 10% cryptocurrency holdings in the United States. So we are already, you know, if you're just getting into cryptocurrency now, you're not in that innovator phase anymore. You still have the potential to be an early adopter and, you know, in my opinion, not financial advice, but there's still huge profit potential. But that chance to be an innovator is already gone. Crypto has passed that stage, right? So five, six, seven years ago when I was in college and I was reading this article about Bitcoin and mining, that was my chance to be an innovator. I missed out on it. I can still be an early adopter um, and I can still obviously hopefully profit from that. But the point that I'm trying to make is that this gap is closing very rapidly. So as more people get into crypto, you're going to start getting into this phase called the early majority, which are people in this category that adopt an innovation after a varying degree of time. So the time of adoption is significantly longer than innovators and early adopters. So what you see is that there's kind of this innovators, early adopters, a, a brief spike, and then it takes a little bit longer for this early majority people. They kind of come over a little bit more slowly, but then you have the late majority and obviously the people that are called laggards, which are kind of those diehard people that are holding on to the old ways of doing things. And they give you a graph here that shows the difference between a market share and the different groups that are basically getting in on it. So innovators, early adopters, and what you can see is by the time you get to the late majority, you're already at a 50% market share. So the reason that I go into that and the reason that I talk about that is to show you that there's already huge signs that cryptocurrency is becoming more accepted. The companies now that are embracing it, I think we are calling them still innovators or early adopters. But as that number goes up, as more people get into cryptocurrency, it's going to become more mainstream, which is going to be awesome for those people that were early adopters and innovators. But in my opinion, at least, it's something that you should, if you're interested in it, if you've considered cryptocurrency, um, the time really is now to start learning about it, to start getting involved in it. And obviously, I'm not telling you by any stretch to invest in it. Uh, but it is something interesting, even just from a technological perspective, that can have significant benefits. So if you're a company, if you're a content creator, anything, it pays to go ahead and start researching this stuff because one thing I found with, with doing my videos or anything really is to be an early adopter or even an innovator, you've already established yourself in the marketplace. You already kind of know your way around things so that when something does take off, whether it's a platform, whether it's a cryptocurrency, you're there to take advantage of that. And as I mentioned, with these announcements that crypto is becoming more mainstream, Tesla accepting it as payment, with Ethereum and Bitcoin hitting those all-time highs, with everyday people just talking about cryptocurrency, it's becoming mainstream quickly. So in my opinion, it pays to get ahead of that trend, jump on it early so that you can be there to set yourself up for those opportunities as it becomes more mainstream. So as always, I'd like to thank you for watching. If you've got anything else that you want me to talk about, any kind of cryptocurrency projects that you'd like me to look into, or kind of more the general philosophy of crypto, anything that you don't understand about crypto, feel free to leave it down below in the comments. I will do my best to take a look and see what I can do. So as always, thanks for watching and I'll see you next time.